0: Welcome to Jacob and Afraid. I'm your host, four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, Jake Nodar. Join me as I recap each new Naked and Afraid episode, guest hosted by some of the show's favorite alumni. Each week, we'll recap each episode with the perspective only a survivalist of this show can give. Now let's get naked. Hello and welcome. Thank you for taking the time to drop by and give a listen. I hope everyone had a glorious weekend. Today, I am joined by two-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, Stacey Osorio. I had the privilege of taking on an XL challenge with Stacy. She is tough. She is scrappy. She is a total badass, but is also such a kind and wonderful human. Stacy, thanks for joining me today.
1: No, oh, thanks for the kind words. Thank you for having me. It's awesome um, you're doing this. It's well needed.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's nice, too, for us to have a little mini reunion, too. It's been too long. For sure. How have you been doing?
1: Pretty good. Um, I'm in real estate now, so I'm not doing wildlife stuff anymore, which is, I miss it. I miss being outdoors, but I don't miss not getting paid enough.
0: Amen to that. (laughs) Okay, let's dive in. We are Season 15, Episode 3. It's titled No Gear, No Fear. It's in La Corinda, Argentina, And it is a notoriously muggy sodden savanna, chock full of mosquitoes carrying dengue, West Nile, and Zika. Jaguar, coral snakes, piranha are some of the feared animals out there. That's going to be the environment that two taking on this challenge are going to be facing.
1: Looks nice and miserable. So it's perfect. Perfect for their challenge.
0: We are first introduced to Patrick. He's 40 years old from New Hampshire. He tests gear helps design shoes sleeping bags and tents he has a bipolar haircut and is a self-proclaimed lone wolf um, <laughs> he's a, he is a full-time sponsored athlete specializing in through hiking with a psr of 7.2 um i do have to ask you stacy uh, are you familiar with what through hiking is
1: no i've never heard of that what is through hiking
0: i i don't know i mean i i'm uh, i assume like most hiking you do a loop and maybe oh. this one, you're not doing a loop, you're going through. I see. I don't, I'm just, I'm strictly guessing. For all I know, it's made up. I don't think it's an Olympic sport, but I, I'm going to do some digging and, and find out more about through hiking. But anyway, we were introduced to Patrick, and Patrick, right off the bat, just gives us, or I should say gifts us, the most amazing quote. Uh, he says, <clears throat> I'm going to bring the monster out into the wilderness, wherever you put me. I'm going to live like a king. I'm going to dominate whatever environment you put me in. I'm going to leave everyone in the dust. I mean yeah, literal goosebumps.
1: Man. Dude, he lost me there. When okay, first was sponsored athlete and then <laughs> he's going to dominate any environment that comes his way. Like, I want to see this cuz usually people who tap will say that. You know, I'm you know, I'm a badass. So I'm going to I'm going to overcome nature. And then, and then they're crying three, three days in. So let's have to see how he does. Oh, and what's his... Who wears short shorts? He wears short shorts all the time. Did you catch that? <laughs>
0: okay, so first of all, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and address the insertion outfit right now. <laughs> and I mean, for anybody that's seen any of my episodes, you might know that I have worn some really weird insertion outfits. I kind of take pride in that. So there is like an equal... Equal parts like, oh, this is stunning. And also, this is really appalling. It was a hot dog shirt. It was purple shorts, fanny pack, headband with like 80s hair. I think he might have had a blowout before. It (laughs) It was a lot. It was a lot happening. But I will say he went on about short shorts... And I am sorry, maybe my definition of short shorts are different than his, but he jumped out of that vehicle and I was like, okay, if the inseam's like longer than seven inches, those aren't short shorts.
1: Yeah, they weren't, they weren't super short, but no. uh, um, you know, he has some serious like unique style. He um, kind of got me there with that really loud outfit. yes loud loud
0: is an understatement so we meet we meet patrick he uh, leaves a big impression right off the bat and then we have mallory who's 38 from san antonio texas she works two jobs has two kids big into fishing hunts her own meat she processes her own food she has this no quit mentality i can get through anything life throws at me attitude which seems like it's going to work really well for survival and she starts with a psr of 6.9
1: i liked her right off the bat you know she's working two jobs she takes that extra time to bring in clean food for her kids she's already killing it in my eyes i liked her right off right away
0: and the undressing begins goodbye clothes hello man bun Patrick mentions that he's had enough one-night stands, so he's comfortable naked with a stranger. I mean, sounds fake, but okay.
1: Dude, why would he say that? Like, Patrick, <laughs> you gotta know. When he said that, I was like, ew, dude, you just can't. You can't tell everybody that. Everybody's gonna see that.
0: I feel like he had a lot of lines that were like, wow, that's what he decided to go with. That's <laughs> that. He just put it out there for the world to hear. Anyway, it was, I think, a pretty nice formal handshake. Uh, Mallory giggles awkwardly. Patrick rubs his torso while they chat, which is a little uh, weird. And Mallory does express her concern about Patrick's lack of experience because she's bringing all this, you know, hunting and survival type experience. And Patrick brings, I think, what he is calling outdoorsy skills
1: to the table.
0: So Mallory seemed a little concerned at first.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, so the No Gear, No Fear title, this the show's called Naked and Afraid. So they just totally threw a, like a loop for a brain. That was some mental gymnastics there. It's like <laughs> naked and afraid, but no gear, no fear. I, I loved I loved her attitude and I loved her reaction um, to him, but he seems really unsure. Like, have did you pick up on his face throughout?
0: Kind of in shock almost. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like It's almost that feeling of being overwhelmed, but I don't think he really wanted to verbalize that. And it Mm -hmm. was just like, it was like when you're hit by like 6,000 things at once. And he was just kind of the deer in headlights. Uh
1: huh. I I think she picks up on that too.
0: She does. They they grab their bags. Mallory brings a hook and fishing line. Patrick brings a knife, hopefully sharp enough to cut hair. And they're also given a pot and a fire starter. Thoughts on the items? Good items. Yeah, I thought it was... uh, Uh, smart choices all around they get they get underway the insertion hike begins it seems like a pretty straightforward insertion hike Uh, mallory tells patrick about her two kids a seven-year-old boy and a nine-year-old girl patrick mentions that he's in a committed relationship with nature i'm not sure if it's reciprocal but (laughs) either way they're having this little banter and you know it seemed fine you know yeah You know, it wasn't, nobody was struggling too hard and they get to their body of water. It's a rather large body. I mean, yet again, brown water, as we usually see when we're doing these challenges, but pretty significant, which is always nice as far as fishing and everything else um, to have that, that much water. Yeah, they get, they get right to it. I mean, Mallory wants to build the shelter uh, right away. She wants to start away from the water, which is always smart. The mentality that, you know, get away from the body of water, get away from the mosquitoes, i think at that point we immediately see the clashing of the Mm -hmm. two begin patrick mansplains to mallory that he used to be in he's used to being in the wilderness for 23 days at a time and has more experience than her eye roll Mm -hmm. patrick wants to marinate on where to put the shelter he doesn't like to just rush into anything mallory wants to start quickly because it's a rainy area, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, we all know very well what happens when it rains out there. It just, the suck begins. They end up, Patrick ends up, you know, saying he just wants to be a team player and he goes along with Mallory's thing. But what are, you, what are your thoughts? Like if you were out there taking your time, finding that right location versus just, just getting it cranking and getting something up?
1: You just got to get something up. You're losing daylight. You need a fire in their location. Rain's coming. So, the, you know, even if you have to do it all over the next day, just making sure you, you set your spot and get yourself shelter and get your fire going so you can at least drink water. He's He mentions that he only likes to do things once. Well, out there, you're sometimes you're going to have to do it more than once and it sucks that you expend a lot of energy doing it. But you have to you have to consider time you don't have very much time on that first day
0: uh, you you've been going all day you're exhausted you need water you need all this other stuff you can't take 2 hours to think about you know how you want everything laid out you just got to you got to haul ass and get it knocked out
1: right let me insert real quick so when we were in croatia the only reprieve was out of the woods near the water from the mosquitoes if you went into the wood line the mosquitoes got you there was something hmm. about the darker part of our camp, where the tree line was, is where the mosquitoes were, and so it was actually there were less mosquitoes closer to the water. Is that something well, you've ran into
0: in in these settings? I don't really feel like you can actually get away from them. It's just like, do you want it bad or really bad? Are kind of <laughs> your yeah, options yeah. when it comes to mosquitoes. <laughs> Which brings us to you know their their first afternoon, they're they're putting up their shelter and. Honestly, it looks more like a pergola. I mean, it's kind of aesthetically pleasing, but it's definitely not going to be practical. But again, they got something up and over their head. So credit to them for knocking that out as quick as they did. They started working on the, on the fire. You could hear the rain you know, coming in and just mm-hmm. fire. Fire was not in the cards for them. And uh, we see the IR camera and the mosquitoes were oh, swarming yeah. like crazy. So, That's uh, one we, good thing
1: about rain is mosquitoes don't really bite you when it's raining. But then it's you know you know it it's painful to be out there naked and raindrops are hitting you all night. It's maddening.
0: the The temperature and that was the other thing. The temperature here was dropping down into the fifties.
1: Yeah, it looked know, you, chilly.
0: That fifties when you're naked and wet is really freaking cold. But they they managed to get through. The night, Um, neither of them sleep really at all because of the mosquitoes. And Patrick comes to the realization that this is survival and not a camp out. I think he mentioned something about how it
1: would have been better at being in a tent. Uh, (laughs) Duh. And then he says, you know, with my camp stove, I'd have this torch and I'd just light a fire (laughs) like that. And I'm sure she's sitting there like mother <laughs> yeah yeah
0: there is definitely she had uh some great reaction faces it was just kind of kind of like a look of shock just like what is happening i mean it definitely fire starting with a blowtorch is uh, you know a lot easier yeah it's um, ideal i agree i agree with him but yeah it just uh, wasn't one of their items so that wasn't going to happen but uh, they decide to venture out you know first day we always want to get out and kind of see what's around there see our resources and Uh, I guess there's a large field that Mallory was trying to get to. They're cutting through this pretty dense area of wilderness, lots of saplings and thorns and everything else. And Mallory is convinced she knows where she's going. Patrick Mm -hmm. is convinced that she doesn't. And again, you know, kind of the the clashing is already increasing on day two. And, you know, Mallory ends up being right. They find this big field. Uh, Patrick finds some plants that are supposedly edible. And as soon as they step out in the field, they're immediately just swarmed by, you know, the big old Jurassic Park style mosquitoes. Yeah. And, you know, yet another kind of disagreement as far as Patrick wants to go back into the tree line because he's like, this is too much. I can go a few more days without food. And Mallory's like, hey, there's this palm here. We can get heart of palm. And she tries for it. She, uh, she tries for a bit, but the mosquitoes won and she ended up holding ass for the tree line and. Then we, we end up seeing them back at their shelter, uh, this amazing clip of them chewing plants uh, like a couple of cows <laughs> chewing cud. It was pretty pretty amazing yeah. television.
1: Uh, <laughs> Been there.
0: Yeah. But it's funny. I feel like they looked like they were on day 37. <laughs> like, like it, was, it was like 17 hours into their challenge and they were both zoned out just chewing on some leaves and I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> they are in for a few long-ass weeks." Oh man. <laughs> after after you know indulging on some incredible greens, they uh, decided to give a uh, fire starting a second attempt. And I don't know if it was just me, but it seemed like It was very frenetic, like the whole, like everything was happening so fast. I feel like the blade was almost putting out the sparks as they were flying. And it was just like, it was, I thought, intense. You know, it is, I think it's easy to, you know, in that kind of situation, you want it so bad that you kind of just are, you know, going like crazy. And it's one of those things you really need to just stop and take a deep breath. And um, right, they they try uh, for that second attempt for a little while. It's not getting anywhere. It starts a little bit, goes out. Patrick walks away because it, quote, sucks. And uh, they regroup, third attempt, uh, definitely more organized this third time around, and they have success. Yeah. And, I mean, in my opinion, that was the first, you know, the first time in, I don't know, you know, a day and a half uh, since meeting that they actually didn't look like they wanted to kill each other. So that was a welcome A welcome change but they boiled some water they threw some plants in there to get some flavor and finished off day two with some hydration
1: it's a huge a huge success to see them get fire especially after a day or more sometimes Uh, you almost get that feeling you get chills because you can relate so much so it's always huge accomplishment to watch them do that you know how that feels
0: Agreed. And I think especially when you see a partnership like that, you're kind of rooting for like good stuff to happen in hopes that it's going to kind of turn things around. And because it's Mm -hmm. still early on, you know, it can really kind of change the course of things if you have some of those successes early and you know, kind of set them on a good positive path. So I was I was hoping that, you know, the fire starting, the water, all that stuff was going to help. And that led us into day three. The plan is to fix the shelter, collect more firewood. I think they, you know, realized, you know, just how much wood you burn through out there mm-hmm. when you're trying to keep a fire going all night long. Mallory wants to fish. Mallory's really adamant about, you know, we need to get food. Mm-hmm. And Patrick's, Patrick's upset that she's not sticking to the plan of shelter repair and improvement and firewood.
1: Yeah. You know what? When you're out there, if somebody is willing to go look for food or get food, then you keep yourself busy getting wood. That's just basically how it goes, you know? You don't complain, you just do it. You get the wood, and I get it. You know, he probably wants to get out there and fish too, but shelter, what's more important, Jake? Like, the shelter or the food?
0: I mean, for me, I love to knock the shelter out in the first two days. Mm-hmm. For me, that's important just because I hate being wet and cold. You know, as long as you're drinking, you've still got energy on day three to go out and, you know, day three, day four to really make food the priority. But like you said, there's two of you and there's two Mm -hmm. of you for a reason, because it's a lot of work just trying to survive. So, I mean, that's why I remember. Probably one of my fonder memories of all the challenges was when we were in South Africa and we had our little lion pride and -hmm. it was you, Phaedra, Alyssa... Tawny and myself. And I feel like the the thing that was so great about that was there was no ego involved. It was all let's work as hard as we can so we can relax in the evening and not have to stress and freak out all night. You know, right from the beginning, it was just almost like looking for reasons to clash instead of being yeah. like, you know, let's, let's think about getting on the same page and, and trying to tackle as much as we can during the daylight hours it just did not seem to be. Going like that for that. They one. didn't
1: like each other, you know. Um, they don't. Um, <laughs> no,
0: they did not.
1: <laughs> had nothing in common, you know. He's got this like, uh, and I I relate to Mallory because when you're out there with somebody that doesn't say have any kids or any any personal responsibilities that would make it to where you don't have you you're not selfish in your lifestyle. You have to do for others. I don't think Patrick knows what it's like to have to provide for others so he he's got an amazing lifestyle he can just go and do whatever he's got sponsors that are willing to give him all this gear to to go out and test so he's got the best of the best and he's got all the time in the world he doesn't really have anybody to answer to and mallory can't relate to that you just see this huge difference of personality and priorities for me it was hard for me to relate to Patrick so I can I understand how Mallory felt out there is like you're you're looking for a little bit of depth with the person you're with out there
0: and that's so hard to be Like day three you know you're so early on still and you just know this is not awesome like I mean you've Mm -hmm. already got enough to freak out about out there and then on top of that to have to spend so much time you know just because it's not like a natural click you know so it's Mm -hmm. like like you said, trying to find anything to have in common with somebody, it gets exhausting. You know, it's definitely not uh-huh. happening naturally. Day three, Mallory goes out fishing and she finds a small fish relaxing on the shoreline, decides <laughs> to use it as bait. And I don't know if it was the camera angle or what, but can we talk about the jumbo ass fishing hook that, I mean, it looked like they were planning on fishing for Moby Dick. I, yeah. I, it was... It was weird. And the thing that's crazy is piranha have really small mouths. I mean, yeah, they've got super, super sharp teeth. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe the hooks were two different sizes or something. Or I don't know if the piranha was just snagging the bait and they were just chucking them onto shore. I don't know. But when they first showed it, it looked, um, it looked like a a cartoon fish hook, really. It was, it was really, really (laughs) simple. I noticed that too. It was huge. She, she ends up using that smaller fish, baits the hook. Uh, she does get uh, a a bite but she doesn't land it but it's encouraging you know you know there's actually fish in your your water and hole which is always a good a good feeling so uh, no success day three but at least that feeling of knowing that there's you know a possibility for having a pretty pretty solid food resource right right there near their shelter and it drops down to 52 degrees yeah exactly Day four brings us morning arguments, per usual. Uh, Mallory <laughs> <laughs> it's really becoming the routine. Mallory wants food, uh, and Patrick wants help with the necessities. After, after our morning arguments, Mallory finds the grasshoppers. Oh, yeah.
1: She finds some. That was my favorite job in South Africa, was catching the grasshoppers for bait.
0: I do have fond memories of you running after the grasshoppers in South Africa, which we had great success with fishing. Mm-hmm. They were, they were fantastic. She's fishing. She's pumped. Like I, I loved it. Like you could see her excitement. She's like, Ooh, we're doing this. And pretty much instantly she gets one. And to her credit, she flings it up pretty far on the bank, but these things flop around like crazy. And within a half second, it's back in the water. She's committed. She keeps going. She gets another one. Make sure it does not flop back into the water. Uh, which which is great. The you know enthusiasm's there. She runs back to camp with the fish. To me, like total survivalist mentality. She just chops off the head, leaves the fish body there to start you know roasting on the fire, and runs back. Uses mm-hmm. the head as bait and keeps going. I th- I thought I thought that was fantastic. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, but she got a lot that day, didn't she?
0: That was she. She got two the first the her first successful fishing day okay. was two. Which you know I mean. Got to be at day four and have, you know, even though they're not gigantic fish, it's still, you know, a respectable amount of protein. And, you know, they they enjoy their two fish dinner together. And then we jump ahead to day seven. It seems like they're a bit more on the same page at this point. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it was just Mallory's facial expressions, but she still seemed to, to be a bit over him anyway. Patrick's pretty pumped about going out and trying his hand at fishing. He, he is um, really excited to have, uh, as he says, protein to help sustain his muscles. <laughs> God bless him. He finds a bunch of ant eggs for bait, and he goes down to the water, starts fishing uh, with the ant eggs, and is he does amazingly well. I mean, I give credit where credit's due and he crushed it. I mean, Mm -hmm. he pulled out five fish and was really, really excited about it. And this is kind of, for me where things kind of changed a little bit as far as how I was viewing Mallory. Patrick brings the fish back. They're having this fish dinner. And instead of like really kind of celebrating that Mallory's like, we need game meat. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She's like, these fish aren't awesome. We need more. And I mean, I get, I get the concept of wanting to like, okay, we've got this now let's advance to the next step and get something even bigger. Like I understand right. it, but the way she kind of said it, I I did feel bad. Didn't happen much during the episode, but I did feel bad then for Patrick. I was like, yeah. you know what? He, he uh, brought home dinner, you know, celebrate him,
1: <laughs> enjoy it. I, mean, that is, I think this is when he calls her scatterbrained and that she needs to be more realistic. And then he puts his foot down and says, oh, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But it's getting there to where he's starting to, um, he's going to stand up for himself. It's coming up.
0: He is. I think I think the thing is, though, he just, he has a hard time wording it. Mm-hmm. I feel like his, his selection, like, yeah, I mean, scatterbrained, I think at one point he said something about, like, you know, don't be stupid or something like that. His way of phrasing things, you know, whether he means it or not. I mean, if somebody said something to me like that, I'd be mm-hmm. like, bitch, it's on. You know, yeah. hold my poodle, we're fighting. <laughs> he, but he did. I feel like, you know, there was attempts on his part to try to make this partnership work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, feeble attempts, but attempts nonetheless. <laughs> So, with Mallory wanting to go from fish to, you know, game to a more substantial source of meat, what what are your thoughts? If you were in that setting, in that environment, where they are right now, knowing that you've got success with the fish, you know, knowing that hunting means having to right. go out, having to scout, what what, what would you do?
1: Well, position? I can, I can relate to both of them in this situation. I think that they're both right. You know, she's, she's wanting some red meat or some, a different kind of meat. Um, and And she's right on about that, but he's also correct in that let's enjoy what we have. We've got a plentiful resource here. We should be all right.
0: At the end of day seven, Mallory doesn't seem to want to get firewood. You know, and I understand her feeling like her skill set's best used for, for hunting. But if you're freezing every night, there's there's enough time in the day. I mean, we did that when we were in Africa together. It was like, and we, we had a limited time to get out and do stuff because the heat was so intense. Mm-hmm. You know, we were out there firewood boiling water everything was basically done by 10 a.m i mean there's enough time to do this and if if she's that miserable i mean you got to do something to change it you can't rely on hairdo to fix it for you but uh anyway uh, patrick continues to get the firewood for the two of them he's gathering he goes out at the night to gather some uh, he pokes Mallory in the eye with his wood. Um,
1: which is, I don't, <laughs> She's like, I don't hey, know. that's my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know if that was, um, you know, passive aggressive or actually it's probably <laughs> just aggressive, just stabbing somebody in the eye with a firewood. Oops, sorry. That
1: sucks, though, to have to go out at night and get wood. That's a really bad situation.
0: Day 10, uh, Mallory sees a large iguana and wants to set a snare. And she uses some cordage and a baited fish hook. And uh, Pat is working on improving the shelter and getting firewood. And then Patrick basically calls her snare garbage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, which which I thought was awful, but I wasn't surprised. You know, he's basically like, you laid a slip knot on the ground and you put a hook <laughs> in it.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh- and then it was brilliant where they actually caught that animal go in there and take the bait.
0: Just miss getting snagged. Waddles
1: away. I laughed my ass off when I saw that. But that, that's and, and that, that That's snares. part of it.
0: Yeah. Day 11, Mallory checks the snare, the bait is gone, and so is the hook. They have one left. And this leads to another argument gets kind of out of control. You know, they they finally end it with Patrick being upset that she's not contributing to the other stuff. So she says, fine, she'll get firewood, but Patrick has to get the food. Uh, so Patrick <laughs> goes out and loses their last hook. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up.
1: <laughs> oh, man. And I really felt for them. I felt for them when they lost that last. That sucks. I felt for so much when she lost the first hook, but then for him to go out and lose their only hook <laughs> is just damn. Yeah, what a great day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's awful. I mean, for me the only silver lining was like okay, well at least they each lost one. You know, yeah. had Patrick lost both of them, Patrick would be dead and vice versa, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like at least, you it's know, fair. even playing field. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And on day 12, I think, you know, after losing the last hook, Patrick realizes that something has to change in their partnership and they have a talk about how awful they are to each other, Pat's a jerk, Mal is hard-headed, and they literally bond over being terrible partners.
1: <laughs> Which I thought was awesome, that he he manned up and he apologizes, and they kind of came together. But it, That was their common bond there. And one thing I have to say is both of them, her especially, she's a strong woman. Like, yeah. usually people cry at least a couple days in she fucking excuse my French (laughs) bleep it. (laughs) She strong woman. I have to say that. And, and he really, he comes through to just the simple fact that he's willing to say that he's kind of been a jerk. He's been negative about her efforts. I think that really made me respect him a lot more when he did that. So that was good.
0: It was, I, I think, uh, you know, again, day 12, you know, and you're not really necessarily thinking clearly to find something to bond over, whatever it takes. And like you said, him ending up apologizing, putting all ego aside and let's just make this shit work. You right. Know, you've, you've still got what nine days left out there. And it's already bad enough. So it's like, stop making it worse for each other. Uh, Mal is digging a hole. It Her appears to fold. be about, it, it's like 12 inches deep. I wasn't really sure. And she just sprinkled some leaves on top of it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if a snake falls in it, it can climb right out. You know, right. a rat falls in it, it's climbing out. And there weren't any spikes or anything at the bottom. I mean, maybe if there was like a Yeti running through the woods, it might sprain its ankle. <laughs> but I feel like they could still hop away. I was just trying to think of like, what what would this
1: work I couldn't, for? I couldn't think of anything. I, well, when she first started digging the hole, I was like, man, that's going to have to be a really big and deep hole. But it said. wasn't
0: no it wasn't I, I i thought the same thing and you know when you saw her struggling and maybe that was her intention and then you know you get out there and the grounds terrible and you don't have a shovel
1: mm-hmm. and, well how many you know, projects do we start out there and just don't have the the,
0: <laughs> the energy the anything right. to to finish yeah no right. that that is a real thing day 13 pet sets out for food and sees an iguana He gets Mallory and they decide to smoke the iguana out of uh, its hole. Unfortunately, either the iguana loved smoke or he had left the scene already, but they had no luck. Day 14, Pat goes out looking for food again. He finds a beehive. If we've learned anything from Beyonce, it is that you do not mess with the beehive. (laughs) Patrick wanted that honey and he decided to smoke out the bees, which Mm -hmm. I thought was smart. he
1: sticks his hand right in there
0: well i I did think he kind of jumped the gun a little bit on (laughs) on the smoking out process i mean it was kind of like when the priest like swings the incense around at church you know he gave like two little swings of smoke and like is going in with his hand and it's like oh my god you know let the smoke hit him for a little bit you know let him get a little (laughs) buzzed you know he's hungry so he goes in there with a knife he gets stung multiple times and you know manages to get a big old uh, chunk of honeycomb out they enjoy the honey by the uh the fire uh patrick asks mallory if she wants to lick his fingers or oh, if that God. would be weird i was like patrick come on we're we're trying to like you here <laughs> And she's
1: all no thank you
0: yeah i, I mean how do, i mean i feel like that's something i probably would have said to you in africa and we would have yeah. thought it was normal <laughs> you would have been like mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> please yes please yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, the fingers <laughs> uh, they they have you know that that success, and then the storms roll in day sixteen uh, Mallory decides to try a different technique to get honey. She shoves a flaming palm frond in the hole and she uses a stick to get out uh, some of the larvae stuffed honeycomb, Mm. which again, like, I mean, there's bees all over the place. Now I granted, I feel like her technique at least got more of the bees out of there than Patrick's, but it's still like these, these people are brave. I I don't know if brave's the word for it, but it's like, you get a swarm of bees and you get too many stings Mm. and you're out of the challenge, but it it paid off because, you know, not only are they getting the sugar from the honey and now they're getting all that protein from the larva and they, they cook it up. And, um, I mean, it didn't look appetizing at all, but yeah, I mean, out there, I mean, that's a, you know, just a delish sweet dish. I loved her
1: method. I thought it was brilliant to get those palm fronds up there and she's just shoving it in that tree (laughs) and it's
0: very aggressive. Yeah.
1: It was, it was
0: good. I I liked her technique uh, a little bit more than the seven second smoke day 18, mal checks her trap shockingly there's nothing in her tiny hole i don't know i you know she tried i should just i should not berate her little trap she tried and that's better than not trying
1: yeah absolutely
0: day 20 Uh, Mallory is tired she's missing her kids you can tell it's just one of those days I feel like we all kind of have that while we're out there where you just you know you're a little homesick you're just kind Mm -hmm. of over everything and you know I don't have kids uh so I can't fully relate to that I know I know you do but that's you know that that's got to be so hard to spend you know those weeks those yeah you
1: miss them and you worry but um I mean you got you got your fur babies
0: that is you true. Yeah. And they're
1: have... they kids. They're kids. But yes. I loved how on day twenty, you know, they both lost it didn't I don't think they lost a ton of weight, but you could see it that they lost quite a bit of muscle tone. You could just see them just wasting away and that feeling, that exhaustion. You know, they're dizzy, they're they're tired. You know our energy doesn't go very far when you're feeling that way. And it's it's miserable. Like I could literally I could smell the dirt, you know, watching this. I was like, I, I know what that smells like. <laughs> I know, I oh, know how that feels, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the exhaustion, the misery, just, um, you know, picking up a couple sticks and then having to go lay down because you're just, you're done.
0: The, the energy is just completely gone. And and you do, you feel, you feel for him at that point. But at the same time, it's day 20, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, you know, you're right there and. Patrick, to his credit, like, I mean, he's been going out, you know, pretty much every day, you know, trying to do what he can. He goes and checks the honeypot again. It's empty. He reminds us once again about how he has high-end gear. (laughs) Day 21, Mallory looks like a rack of bones. I know you are just talking about it, but it's like there's this, you know, a shot of her laying down, like kind of in fetal position. It was just like ribs and mm-hmm. spine. And it's just like, it's awful. I mean, you feel for them and, you know, to be in that kind of shape and their extraction hike, it was a six mile hike, which is pretty legit when you haven't really eaten anything for three weeks. They get going, it seems seems to be going fairly well, despite some thorns and things like that. And then they come across a river crossing and they notice there's a log mm-hmm. over it. Patrick notes that not unlike him, the log looks wet and thin, but he wants to stay dry, so he wants to take the risk and walk across the log. We have a very, very intense and dramatic log crossing. Uh, fortunately, they both make it. Well, yeah, <laughs> just <I know>. kidding.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you never hope that anybody falls, but man, you know, they did. They did great. <laughs> i do it was intense though you expect somebody to fall because i don't know i might have just went through the water
0: they accomplished their goal good for them and again they were agreeing on something nobody killed each other uh so a a huge victory there and they come out to a clearing there's a river they wanted to be excited but it was sort of one of those (laughs) <laughs> when they saw the boat <laughs> but but they finished both both of them finished successfully Mallory lost 8 pounds and her PSR jumped from 6.9 to 7.4 Patrick. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Patrick lost 10 pounds and went from 7.2 to 7.6. It's
1: not that big of
0: a jump. You know, jump. I, no, it, the jump's not that big. And the other thing that I was really surprised about was the weight loss. Yeah, They me both too. are like naturally thin people. And maybe that's it.
1: What did you think of the extraction vehicle? Eh. I mean... <laughs> yeah it's it's better
0: than a horse-drawn wagon (laughs) i i feel like that stage after extraction it's like whatever gets me to a hotel where there's like Mm -hmm. steak and alcohol the fastest i don't care what form it comes in just haul ass because daddy's hungry
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was happy for them they like really they came through for each other they both stayed goal-oriented. They wanted to finish. Nobody tried to tap out. Um, proud of both of them. They did a great job.
0: I mean, there was definitely many moments where I wanted to uh, strangle them. But good for them for you know, making the 21-21 day. Do you think we'll see either of those on an XL in the future? I
1: think we'll see Mallory again. Not so sure about Patrick. Maybe, Maybe, but I, I'm not so sure that maybe this isn't for him. I an agree.
0: And who knows? Maybe there will be a naked and afraid through hiking season and Patrick will really shine. Yeah. Here. Well, Stacy, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to be here with me. You're welcome. Yes, well, We should think about becoming singer songwriters and going on tour together. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and let's talk soon.
1: Will do. Thank you, Jake.
0: And thank you for tuning in. Join us next time. I'm going to be joined by three-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, the great tomato plant pooper himself, Dan Link. And if you have any questions for him, myself, anything about the show, be sure to send them to questions at jakedandafraid.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I hope you have a wonderful week.